0: Hello and welcome to our ID Teaching Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all our amazing, hardworking, Christ-loving teachers here at Identity Church. If you want to be plugged into any of our small groups, please let any of our leaders know and we'll introduce you to a small group who would love to connect with you. Tonight, we'll be featuring chapter one of our small group book called Divine Design for Discipleship with Chad Craig, taught by our men's group leader, Mark McCain. He has inspired our men and ID to become faithful followers of Christ, and we'd love everyone to hear what he has to say about ages, stages, and phases of a Christian life. Let's listen in.
1: Ask, allow God to work in your heart and ask God for a new perspective. Because the, the bottom line is, um, I will learn from you guys' perspective. And you guys will learn from me, right? And we all—we're we, not all perfect. We all live—we don't all live the same way. We all have different lifestyles, right? So, um, so basically, these are the things we will go through—the uh, ages and the stages and the phases of where you are in your in your walk with God and where you should be, right? So. Uh, let's go real quick so if you already know then why not apply in your life well let's take for example sports right or let's go like uh, basketball before you before you could even play in the league or be professional what's the first steps you got to take you got to learn how to understand the game right you got to practice you got to dribble the ball you got to learn how to shoot you got to learn how to pass you gotta know the rules, you know, uh, uh, traveling or uh, double dribble, things like that, right? You gotta know the rules before the coach says, "Okay, you're ready to go. You can go out there and, and play," right? Same thing. When we were first, uh, when we accepted God as a personal savior, we didn't just like, "Okay, I'm ready to preach in, in the pulpit," right? We take baby, st- we took the spiritual baby steps. You know, there's there's things in our in our lives. Even right now, as a maybe a child, or maybe you can be a young person in the in the word of God. But still, if you were to ask this question, uh, who Jesus is, and what why is Jesus, what did Jesus do for you? Would you be able Would you be able to answer that? Mm-hmm. Right. So th- those are the little things you gotta you gotta take it slowly, but surely it will uh, it will be. Uh, uh, you will be in the in the place where God puts you for, or positions you to but it takes time right mm-hmm. the same thing with sports it takes time working in the law enforcement or in the military you do basic training you, they don't send you oh away you, you, you signed up I'm gonna throw you in the mission field right you 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 have to you have to train you have to sure. you have to understand your mission you have to be able to uh, 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 understand the tactics right so that's basically the same thing as reading the word of God God, and understanding the word of God it takes time it's not just you know I understand it I'm ready to go right so we need to prepare battles in life coach other believers so that's what we're doing right now in our small group we are helping each other we're coaching each other we are um, um, we have to be ready because in First Peter 5:8, it says right there that the devil is like a roaring lion, ready to devour. Right, so we have to watch our back, and we are all here watching each other's back. Right, that's what that's what we are. We're basically a team, and right? we want to be able to be on the same page, so that when someone someone is falling down, you are there to help them. You are there to pick them up. Right? Amen. Amen. So uh, prepare yourself in private. So when you're when when you're out in public, you're ready to go, right? And and just not our small groups. That just not a church. Uh, it's basically a daily thing. You know, we have to be we have to be skilled in what we do. Same thing. Again, sports and, and in the military, you train every day to be better, right? Because when something, when something, uh, a tribulation or a situation comes, we have to learn how to face it, right? Because when those things come and we're not ready, what happens? There, just remember First Peter 5, 8, the devil is like a roaring lion ready to devour. The devil tries to find your weakness, the devil wants to discourage you so that you don't, the word of God you don't you don't allow yourself to teach other people or coach other people right so that's what the devil wants to that's his tactic we gotta understand the enemy's tactic too right we have to have a counterattack. attack and uh, in order for us to know that is we have to read the word of God and so that's how we can skill ourself ourselves right so introduction can someone read uh, Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 and 11 Whoever has a person read it. And
2: so from the day we heard, we have not
0: ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So ask to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good word, and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all, the, all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience we join.
1: Amen. Amen. So that that right there, when <laughs> we read the word when we read that word, it just basically defines the wisdom and understanding. Right? Mm-hmm. First we have to have wisdom. And how do we get wisdom? From the word of God, right? And when when you find yourself as a mature Christian, you'll have that understanding. But if, if you don't if you're not if you think you're not growing spiritually, then you won't have that understanding. Does it make sense? If you don't understand the basic or small picture, how would you understand the big picture? So in the same way, um, how do we how do we uh, start off like when you do you guys remember when you were new believers like what what was your what were your first uh, encounter or what were the what was the first things that 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 happened to you when you started following God or do you guys remember anyone be share
3: Me, I became curious um, more about the gospel because yeah. uh, I, I was raised on a Christian Christian background, but I was never really fed the proper, you know, the gospel, mm-hmm. the real gospel. So uh, when I was a believer, I, I was
1: curious and when I was exposed. I mean, mm. When you when you meant by real gospel, uh, what did you mean by that? Like uh, because
3: when uh, growing up. I never really share the gospel. More like uh, I grew up in a Christian family with rules. You know, not really uh, knowing the background of Jesus. I know Jesus died on the cross, mm-hmm. and pretty much that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it's 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 part of the gospel, but it's not the whole. You know. Yeah. There's more the than that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah more that's than true. That. Yeah. So yeah, it made me curious and why. And
1: Makes sense, cause that's how I I was kind of raised up too, along the lines. You know, I was raised a Catholic, so it's like go to church and uh, just know that Jesus is up there on the cross, and that's it. You know, but not knowing why Jesus died on the cross, not knowing, um, not knowing, there's the real reason why he did that. He sacrificed himself, right? So. See, that's, those are the baby steps. Those are the things, your curiosity, right? When you're a little kid, you're curious about little things. You're curious about things. Right? You want to know why things work the way they, they, they work, right? So, in that same way, you want to know, like, why did Jesus die on the cross for right? me? And then that's when you become, like, you know, a child or a young adult, when you come to understand why he did that for right? you. Even probably right now, uh, uh, some of us can be serving for so long and not even know why. We just we just go because you know we go to church for entertainment, or we go to church because um, our girlfriend or boyfriend goes to, or we go to church because we have friends that go there, but we don't really know why we go to church, right? So, so these are the basic things that we need to understand when, when you know when when serving God, getting to know Him understanding what his will is for us, understanding who he is, things like that. So um, so that's why when it says basic, the small things, God is referring to like, like prayer, talking to him. That's where it starts. Because sometimes a lot of us, we don't know where to start. How do we start? Do we just go and ask Jay or as a pastor, I want to serve? No, but really it starts with your relationship with God, personal relationship. From there, God will direct you to the place where you're assigned or, or your, your will is, right? So, because you never know, God has a bigger plan for you, you just don't know that. We won't know until we start by asking and praying and, and asking God where, where, do you, where does He want you to be? Amen? So you need to know what God expects from you before you can be what you are called to do, right? So what is it that God expects from you? Uh, what, are, what are some things that maybe God is calling you to do uh, right now? Um, and anybody could show You guys can write on this by the way. It's your, it's your page, okay? So if you have some notes or whatever, you just write on it. Walter, what do you think? What, what do you think that, uh, what is God expecting from you? What do you think His, his calling is for you? Ready? If you communicate with God, like uh, what is God directing you to? Like, oh Walter you should be here, you should serve here, or you should do this, or uh, what do you think God is to to uh, to to be a servant What about you, Daryl?
3: What do you think. Well, he just wanted to achieve uh, the life that I have to report. like uh, the life that I have to report. Because, he have a plan in the future that he he's like resolved. So he wants me to achieve that like, by following.
2: So
1: that's why he wants me to, to do and then follow what he was saying, to obey everything, that, to command it to How yeah. about one more? Um, Rasky. I'm sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> sure? oh, yeah. oh. You know, just share? No, just share Jesus. you have to know what yeah. you want to do is share Jesus. So yeah. Share the That's true. That's what we are called here to do—to right? mm-hmm. be to make, to be disciples, to mm-hmm. make disciples. So. That's
0: true.
1: How about you, Raskin?
0: <laughs> but just to be sure, what's the question? Just, so,
1: just so I don't like. Well, what, what does God? Uh, what does God expect from you, or what are some things that God is calling you okay. to do? Um, honestly that's like a question that up until right
0: now i'm trying to confirm with god but so far at least with what's been happening in my life is i've taken up more of a calling of mentoring and teaching because um i feel I, i just feel like you know for the most part like god Wants me to be more sensitive to the needs of leaders and to be able to sow into leaders, to equip leaders, and at least from there, be able to, you know, send out leaders into whatever God wants them to do. That's
1: a good comment. Thank you. Okay. Um... So, okay. Now, let's move on to uh, the ages. Uh, ages refers to three major periods of time you will live through before you enter eternity. Uh, ages is not the numbers, but in period. Uh, so, three major periods of your time on earth before you enter eternity. Uh, the first age is living in sin before coming to Christ. And that's like... Uh, Christ before you came to Christ basically your old lifestyle basically before you know who uh, God or who Christ was in your life right whatever you were doing before it um, see then if we go to the second page second age is uh, current living right now. Uh, as a believer, you now live in the second age, right? Mm. So first age is before your lifestyle. The second age is now that when you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, the elementary principle of Christ is the doctrine of baptism and laying of hands. So those are baptism, baptism and laying of hands. We will be discussing that in the later chapters. So we will get more in depth with it. Uh, you are now with Christ even if Satan and sin is still ruling the earth how many believe that right so even now that we're we're, we're serving god we know that satan's still here mm-hmm. we could we could maybe we don't i don't know <laughs> it's like we could see, feel it or see it maybe <laughs> in a way where you know it's, it's just uh the attitude i guess that you have right Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and, and even on the
3: on the current events when you see the manifestation of evil. Like two days oh, ago. Yeah. Like two days ago mm-hmm. we remembered one year of the Las Vegas shooting. That's a complete wow. manifestation it's been of one evil. Year, right? It's been one year, yeah. So, so that alone it's... that alone tells us that there is evil in the world and sin is still here oh, yeah, yeah. and Satan is still here. Wow. Sure. And even though we are safe as the body of Christ the manifestations of evil are still inevitable mm-hmm. so, I, mean, I mean and that's a drastic I mean there's like drastic, there's yeah. minor but that's just a drastic example yeah and and yeah. And, and,
1: and you know we're so consumed and yeah. only in mm-hmm. in our area what about the other areas of yes. the world right that's and, true, yeah. and you know just just to think about yeah. The other areas of the world, you don't even want to go there, right? So it's true, like, evil is still around until you know, we yeah. have our Savior back.
2: Right?
1: Uh, so, you are the you are part of the body of Christ, the chosen vessel of God, and to administer the rule and reign of Christ upon the earth and its inhabitants. In other words, we are the light of right now, right, in this dark world. We know that we live in a dark world. And in order to be light, we got to show light. How can you be light if you don't show light? Amen. Amen. So, and the way to show light is spreading the word of God. You know, um, uh, meeting up in a small group like this, Um, sharing the gospel to your neighbors. You know, that is being and spreading light. Amen? Amen. Uh, you can become the instrument of God to rescue people who are being ruled by Satan and sin. You feel the power works and reign of God. Uh, yeah, we are the instruments of God. God uses. Uh, if you take it literal, you know we have a worship team that plays instrument, but we shouldn't just stay in that uh, in that four corners of a building. But instead, we should go. Sometimes we should go out. And player instruments out there, sharing the gospel in that way, because then people will see, right? That's how we can spread light too. Uh, this age instructs your behavior and purpose in the kingdom of God. Uh, and then, and then the third age, which is the second coming of Christ, right? and that's what we're all hoping for. Hopefully, in our lifetime, right? How many, how many of you guys believe that? maybe we don't know maybe God might come back tomorrow or tonight who knows with a blink of an eye can you guys imagine blink of an eye just be like that we'll be we'll just go to heaven you know so but but the thing is you have to be prepared you have to you have to um, if there's some things in your life right now that you're going through you have to repent right you have to you have to be right with God you have to have that, that right connection with God because we don't want to be stuck here forever we don't want to be stuck here and everybody else is going up you know so that's why we ha- that's why we're here to help each other that's why we are here to 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 help each other not to go back in our old lifestyle amen, amen. so uh, the second coming of Christ when Jesus reigns visibly over the nations of the world for 1,000 years and it shares that in Revelation chapter 20 Right. Um, the third elementary principles of Christ is the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment uh, coming period of Jesus Christ uh, Yeah, resurrection of the dead eternal judgment of believers and God rewarding his followers for their obedience in age 2 so whatever we do right now counts whatever we do right now in our lifestyle counts Mm -hmm. so here's the thing make it count right Mm -hmm. so we know we're mature in a way we will know if we're mature in a way where we know from right and wrong Mm. that's how you know that you're spiritually spiritually mature if you don't know that then 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 you know uh, we're still in a a stage of what is was the first age <laughs> yeah age. the first age maybe but well, you know we will get there we just have to be patient amen, amen. okay and then um, the stages milestones of development uh, certain age we have to uh, be able to accomplish it in order to say we are growing normally and healthy right mm-hmm. uh, the, jo- the journey of maturity in Christ and there are four stages on your journey and it states that right there, right? Uh, toward maturity in Christ, the first one is babe. We know. I think we're all past that. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Yes. So, I hope so. Second one is child, right? Um, the third one <laughs> is young man, and the fourth one is father. So later on, we'll, we will. Uh, there's questions in the back that you'll answer, and then you know, <laughs> and then you could you could kind of like assess yourself, see where you're at. There's you no know, right or wrong, but you know, assess yourself, see where you're at in your maturity, uh, in your spiritual journey with Christ. Uh, can someone turn to First Corinthians chapter three, verse one, and then another one in First John chapter two, and we're gonna be reading uh, 12 and 13. Whoever has it, read. First Corinthians uh, three, verse one. there's three right yeah three verse one one. did you read it all right
0: I'll read from there all right I couldn't read it Uh, dear okay it says here um, verse one dear brothers and sisters when I was with you I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people I had to talk as though you belonged to this world or as though you were infants in the Christian life Mm -hmm. thank you (laughs) <laughs> You're my
1: eye. <laughs> and then First uh, John. <laughs>
0: I am writing to you.
1: right? First uh, John 2, 12-13. It's okay. 1 uh, John 2 12. 13. 2, 12. I am writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of His name. I am writing to your fathers because you know Him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men because you have overcome the evil one. Right, so right there in uh, 12 and 13, it kind of states of... Um, the maturity of children, young men, fathers, right? It kind of like it indicates that. Um, yeah, right there. See, basically, when you're a child, God is saying that you, you have been forgiven of your sins, right? On account of His name. And then if you're a young man, um, you have overcome the evil one, which is uh, Satan, right? And then number uh, and fathers because uh, you know him who is from the beginning. Like you're you're understanding who God is. You have that understanding and wisdom. That's when you develop. Again, you'll you'll know you're mature if you know from right and wrong. Amen. All right, next page. We have to master and learn these stages in our spiritual journey in order to be successful. If skip the stages, then our spiritual journey gets corrupted, right? And and that's true. Um, and uh, and so you might be, uh, you might end up being the biggest enemy in your journey. Well, what do you mean by that? Like, how can you be the biggest enemy in your own journey, right? Fight. Anyone else? What do do you guys think? Can you be the biggest enemy in your own journey? That's true,
0: right? I think for me it's also uh,
1: if you skip a stage and you're trying to teach someone. You might lead them to a false teaching, yep. mm-hmm. because you skip a stage where you're supposed to
0: learn something. But mm-hmm. now you're you're presuming something that you didn't know. And so what you're doing is you're just basing off of the stage that you skipped You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it it can become your biggest enemy because now you don't know the truth. You skip something.
3: Yeah. For for me, it's like this also. On, the, on those stages, when you become a, a child and a young man, you needed you needed guidance from. Uh, okay. like a coach itself. So, which means if your coach is really, is really accountable to you, and you're not, and you're not valuing it to yourself, like he's pouring his time on you, he's investing his time on you, and you yourself disregarded it, and you were not accountable about it, it's like, oh okay, he's teaching me anyway. Yeah. And then you come to a point that you're teaching, like what Jurgen said, you're teaching somebody, and you didn't t- get the whole picture. And you're only halfway through. yeah, yeah it makes sense. It's like, okay, I believe in this, and then all of a sudden another teaching comes, and okay, Easy. you're swayed again, Easy. and then you're swayed again, and then you're swayed again, mm-hmm. and then you're swayed again, and then you have all of these mixed doctrines already that you're teaching somebody. Yeah, that's true. So that's that's a that's
1: an obstacle.
2: Yeah,
1: and so that, that's you know, a you know,
2: no it could problem. be dangerous, right? So, yeah, yeah, dangerous.
1: Yeah. And uh, also just piggyback on what jay is saying like false teaching is true because we can see that in other religions yeah right uh, and that's why it takes time it's not like a rush oh uh-huh. you know you gotta you gotta be this you gotta you gotta be mm-hmm. in this stage at that this year and you gotta be a pastor at this time no it takes time mm-hmm. it, you it, takes know it, time. it really starts prayer and then and then that connection and relationship yeah. with God so Amen. then God can give you the direction that you want that he needs you to, to be or to go to right Amen. you can't just be like okay I want to be a pastor by by next week but and then you're being thrown over there you're ready to go then like what they, they're saying you could be teaching the false uh, doctrine or you could be you could be uh, you could be teaching other people different things and Mixed up. be mixed up so yeah. it's really true about um, the stages in our spiritual walk it takes it, you have to go through those stages and it takes time Amen. 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 And don't get me wrong we're not perfect no. we're not we're, we're never gonna be perfect actually so uh, it is important to understand which stage we are in on so that we can grow before we move on to the next stage right Mm. what God wants you to do right now determines what spiritual growth you have Mm. right now God deals with what stage you are in not with with the stage you chose there we go again right you can't just say oh I want to be this and then you're not ready for that so again like uh, going back to the stage sometimes sometimes you could be uh um, how to say you could be like a child or you could be a, 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 like a young man right and then you want to advance mm-hmm. but god is god is god is saying that i'm not putting you in that position right now because you need to stay in that position for a reason mm-hmm. and sometimes we just gotta we just gotta listen to him you know we can't force it We can't say, oh I gotta, you know, Lord, I wanna I wanna move up. I can I know I can do this. But really God is teaching you something in that stage. Right? He's always teaching you something. But the 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 problem is we gotta we got again be patient and take time. Eventually you'll be there. Okay? And then uh, so you have to be willing to learn and grow with whatever God is feeding you at this time of age. It's always about God's timing, not our timing. We always hear that, right? It is true. Uh, Primary divisions of truth. Uh, This is the... So, the primary division of truth, the gospel of Jesus Christ. This pertains to the person, life, and finished work of Jesus Christ as well. As the salvation He made available and how we are commanded to respond. Uh, and then it goes to the elementary teaching of Christ. This pertains to the beginning teachings of principles of Christ. And then the gospel of grace. Uh, this pertains to what God has freely provided for you to the finished works of the cross. And then Paul's gospel. This pertains to the completed revelation of God's plan. Uh, words of Righteousness. This pertains to the doctrine of being in right standing with God. And then uh, Revelation of minute, of uh, Mystery. Revelation of the Mystery. This pertains to God's plan of redemption, kept secret before the world began, but accomplished through the cross of Christ. Can you imagine God already has a plan? before He even created Amen. us or the world, you know, that's that's, that's that's something we don't really think about, but that's the knowledge that's, of God, yeah, it's like, he, yeah, we we're gonna fall You know we're gonna fall and He still created us, He still created us anyways and sometimes we ask why, right? and then the gospel of the kingdom, this pertains to God's plan to establish His rule and authority upon the earth so those are the primary divisions of truth and then we're going to go to the phases can someone read first corinthians chapter 9 and then someone read ephesians chapter 2 verse 22 About Randy, can you read uh, Ephesians? I mean, First uh, Corinthians, chapter three, verse nine, and then big text. text. Charles, can you read Ephesians, chapter two, verse twenty? Questions uh, two, verse twenty-two. Uh, Through Him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this building, built up by his Spirit. So, how, ma- how many of us believes that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I only heard like this <laughs> <laughs> You guys believe that we're the temple of the Holy Spirit? Uh, Pastor Rich, what does that mean? We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, which means the
3: Holy. When, when we accepted Christ, the Holy Spirit become a resident in our lives. So, like like uh, like what we had in our second year anniversary, it's no longer I. It means your your personality and whatever your will is should be should be surrendered to what the Holy Spirit wants you, you, you always yield to His leading us, yes. which means if He owns the house, right, He
1: has to control it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So that's that's what we yeah. are.
1: Is the temple of the Holy Spirit, um, is that something we, uh, when we first accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, do we know that the, the Holy Spirit lives in us already, or is that something that no. will develop? Or yes, it, it has to be developed because
3: primarily. The first, the first stage of of us being saved is we know that we are free from sin, we are justified, right? And the Holy the, that that comes through the process when we are we are maturing in Christ, when we are when when we are uh, now being sensitive to God's word, and now the Holy Spirit can take control,
1: full control. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. So it will we will know uh, once we're. Uh, uh, mature enough, in our say? That's. Uh, but it takes time. It takes time. Okay. Because we will still fall to our old nature.
3: That's why we needed help, All right? That's right. why we needed guidance.
1: Uh, thank you for sharing that. All right, and then. Uh, So, we know that our foundation is built in Christ. Uh, having the understanding, it sure, it sure is there in Romans chapter two, 12 verse 2, is renewing your mind. And, and again, you won't really understand all of that um, if you're still a child or a, a, a baby. You know, we will start understanding that and having that wisdom when maybe we're already a young adult or even a father. Okay? And uh, we know that God already formed us, right? Um, the transformation, so foundation, transformation. The foundation is the stage of the baby, transformation is the stage child. And then the formation should be the young adult, young man. <laughs> this is the title. Okay. And then. Uh, we have the impartation, which is the young man, and multiplication, which is which is the father. Mark, what was formation again? Stage, baby? Oh, the, the, the baby, the young, the baby. or formation? Yeah. Okay, and so then for transformation,
0: okay. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I was just trying to figure out which one's the typo
1: again. Formation. Uh-huh.
0: Was oh, I'm, I'm
1: sorry, foundation is the mm-hmm. state of the state, transformation mm-hmm. is the child, Transformation mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. okay. should be the uh, young man of the country. Young so, man, okay. So formation is young
2: man, and so.
3: Maybe that's an infant. A and <laughs> one, one is a babe, one is a toddler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Hold uh? yeah. well on.
1: some of them I had to, uh, to, to sort of change around but this is uh, okay here we go so the foundation phase relates to the spirit of man not not the big yeah uh, the foundation phase if phase, you guys could maybe correct that foundation phase relates to the spirit of man Transformation and formation deals primarily with the soul of man. Mm -hmm. Impartation and multiplication is with the body of man. okay. You guys okay?
3: There you go.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Alright, so the last phase, we're almost done. We're almost there. All right. The four ends. Okay. Four Yeah. So each each method, each method aids and assists your spiritual development for the phase with which is correlates. Yeah. So here we go number one ministry of the word ministering to us and how we're spreading the word of God right that's ministry of the word number two my role what do you think my role is? my role is to share the, basically uh, knowing who God is and sharing the gospel right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number mean, uh, three knowing
3: your calling? yeah
1: knowing your confidence exactly number three modeling community being considerate about others using what you learn your testimony and showing God through us and then number four mentoring building disciples these are tools to accomplish his divine design has an important place in your life amen Questions. Questions. And you can answer these. Take your time. Uh, this first one is, now that you find your, your age, stage, and phase, are you committed to growing in your divine design? And then the second one is, what's hindering you from moving on to the next stage? How can we help you? If no, it's okay. We will work things out. And then mm-hmm. the third one is, what if I'm still sinning? Can I still move on to the next stage? Mm-hmm. Everyone falls short of the glory of God. Romans three mm-hmm. twenty-three. Um, I want you guys to take this home, and then uh, next time we. What's the next time? Not next. Next two. Weeks. Next two weeks. Is it next two weeks? Are we going? Next next devotion. Okay, yeah, so let's answer these, uh, we'll discuss it in the next uh, meeting, and then, uh, the rest, and these two, go to, two other pages, uh, these you are the two pages, you basically place. have the answers here, yeah. but you can fill it out, yeah, handouts, yeah, second like handouts, <laughs> you guys put for on down like that, <laughs> um,
0: You just listened to our men's small group leader, Mark AKane deliver a powerful and relevant teaching. If you want to hear more from our amazing team, we encourage you to visit Identity Church at 12722 Woods Avenue, Norwalk, California. You can also visit our website at identity.church. You can also let us know how our teachers are doing by sending us a message at anchor on anchor.fm slash Church. We love you and we're excited to share more of these teachings as often as we can. Subscribe to our podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts to get our latest episodes as soon as they're made available. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.
2: My You know, God calls you forward, and a lot of times we, we don't feel like we're called forward enough. We're like, you know, it's okay, like, yeah, camp I'm a here A lot of times, that's what I did growing up. I used to hide behind a lot of stuff. You know, my, I used to hide behind my dad. My dad was a pastor, so I'm okay. I'm going to go and smoke a cigarette under the tree back at church. <laughs> but when God calls you, God calls you. And I felt the same thing when um, Paulo was asked by a sister. Uh, our sister, Kathy, said, uh, you know, you have a good voice. You should come up and sing. And that's where I go, wow, Paula does have a good voice. Oh, can we put that down? And that's the thing, uh, we're all here today. Tonight, um, it's kind of a last minute uh, thing. I think somebody else was scheduled to speak, but of course the Holy Spirit speaks and connects. (laughs) We never have a plan, and that's the whole thing. I never really like to still feel it echoing. I really don't like to um, put my personal feelings in a lot of times the message, because sometimes it kind of alters the mood that I'm in, and it's not the Word. Sometimes we start adding our feelings to what the Word is. But I, I I truly believe that God does speak through us and we just let him we just become vessels we're like god don't even use me use me as a vessel but not my not my my own feelings so tonight is actually Testing, one, two, testing. Okay, is that better? Yeah. Yeah. And I see my brother Daryl and Ian back there. And Ian, (laughs) I see Ian too back there. Again, I I really like to embrace this night just to be again. It's just something that we just don't plan today because again, Jurgen told me, "You know what? Let's do some open topic. And open topic's really good, because a lot of times it's more stuff on our mind. It's not too uh, scheduled. So again, we're gonna let the Holy Spirit speak. But um, first, I would ask, how's everybody's day? How's everybody's week been starting? Because of course it's Monday, and Mondays usually it starts off kind of ah, getting in the vibe. You know, we just got off of church on Saturday, but once the weekends, once the weekday starts." we go back to the grind and a lot of us need to get reminded today since it is monday the first day of our working week to still keep that saturday or sunday if you guys go to church on sunday to keep that same heart and let it go through and i notice a lot of us have bible studies tomorrow and the day after (laughs) jergan ian and all these guys that just love the lord and and follow the lord daily and that's the thing i just i love today is the day that i get to use whatever I have for the Lord and I know all of us have somewhere else that we can be but we chose today to be with the Lord because you know when there's more than two people I say that a lot when there's more than two people it's church and the Holy Spirit God says I am with you so he's here today I could feel it David and I were talking when we we're setting up that man it's just like just sitting and just like not really jumping into anything but just like sitting with all of us being here Perla included You know, we miss each other sometimes on Mondays. A lot of times we kind of miss a schedule. But when we get together, it's like, I've seen you yesterday, you know. and That's how the Lord does. The Lord just likes working through us. And as brothers and sisters in Christ, he usually uses, again, the people that you'd never think would be speaking, myself included. So thank the Lord. Uh, Does anybody have anything to say or anything they want to share during their week that might come up, because today it's open topic, and after I, I actually probably am going to start something that's been on my mind, and I'm sure, uh, I don't know if not everybody's heard about it, but I felt like uh, there's been a lot of stuff happening uh, that God's been like sending me people, man. that's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I have uh, uh, a friend that, her, her it's a client of mine, her dad passed away. Couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, was it? And when she when she said he passed away, she called my work and she she just wanted to talk to me. So I started talking to her. She just said, "Yeah, my dad passed away." I didn't know what else to say. All I said was, "So sorry for your loss," and you know, we're gonna pray for you. And you know, I didn't know what else to say. But after I got the phone, I go, "Oh my gosh, what am I doing?" I called her back to tell the good news. I said, "Hey, you know." (laughs) I am sorry about your loss, but you know you said your dad's a follower of Christ, and you know we're all gonna see him again. Just be assured that we stay. We're the ones that are more sorry because we have to make sure that we stay on that path. Because I told her my dad too passed away, and that's what really got me straight with the Lord, going, "Wow, if I really miss my dad, and if I really say I love him, I mean." I want to love Christ first because that's how Patty and I are going to get to meet each other again and it's a reality because you know I ended up doing the service <laughs> they asked me they go can you do the service for us and like Jericho was saying on Saturday I don't think we have to really find somebody that's oh he goes to church let him do the service because we should in our hearts be able to, to you know represent Christ especially if we're believers and uh, I am no better than anybody else but I was uh, very fortunate because when they asked me, I said, man, this is an opportunity for me to use this funeral as a platform for Christ and to let people know who Christ is because it's amazing. I mean, that's how I've done, you know, this, the wedding that Catherine asked me to do. She said, I want to get married. I want to get soon. Can you do the wedding? And when I said, well, we're going to do this. She goes, all I want is people to know Christ. I want, so we use this, this place. We, we use this place to uh, tell them who Christ was. And again, we're using it today again. So anyway, long story short, I end up doing the service. and I ended up becoming the pallbearer. They were missing a guy. So they go, hey, can you? So they gave me the gloves. And it's just weird. I'm like going, what? God, what are you? What, are, what am I doing? And I'm like, wow, now I don't even know this man that I'm carrying. But you know, I'm not kidding you. I said, I'm going to meet you in heaven, buddy. And he's going to go, you're that guy that carried me. Because I'm sure... I'm sure uh, we're all going to be in heaven As long as we, again, as long as we follow the the right Christ You know, there's there's a lot of misleading things And that's one of the topics I'm going to talk about today Is that, you know, uh, the enemies He's sharp He's actually, uh, he knows when we're getting closer to the Lord And he likes to attack churches, especially He's not in the bars, he's not He's here He's in here trying to confuse us, make us tired sometimes Even, you know, messing up our song that, I'm sorry, but that, that, that was we were practicing that and I'm not kidding, you. We, there's times where i have been mean practicing this hardcore, even up to the time when we play, it, and then all of a sudden I mean I'm not gonna but that's what happens. There's nerves or whatever, but the enemy likes to you know change things around, especially when it comes to worship. So excuse if that was a mistake, but I just know the Holy Spirit's here, and that's why whenever that happens, whenever we're, we're you know feeling hesitant to come to come here today or even at church the enemy knows that there's something that we're all going to walk home with, the Lord. We're just going to be stronger than when we walked in. So again, uh, this funeral was interesting because after that I go, God, what is this for? What, what am I supposed to do with this? And all of a sudden the next day, the next uh, following work day, my client came in. He actually got into a car accident, bad car accident. He almost died from a motorcycle accident. He wasn't drinking or anything, he was just going to work, and a cart hit him, he didn't even expect it, but what happened, he was in the hospital for like three months, he almost died, but now he's walking with a cane, and he has a uh, bad back, and just a good friend, you know, and uh, I remember we went to go visit him at the hospital, and he actually, um, was talking about uh, I forgot what it was but it wasn't anything spiritual that I knew that I said you know what this guy I don't know what's going to happen to him. maybe we should pray over him so Patty and I before we left I go bro you don't mind if we pray over he goes okay so we started praying on him and when we finished praying I looked and he's like like almost freaked out like really freaked out like you know I don't know if he was accepting it or whatever but that bothered me because I go man some people they almost die not knowing that they could die eternally so anyway, I run into him again and he walks me over and he goes, hey, uh, I heard your music. He's a guy who plays bass. Can I hear your song again? So I had time, Saturday, I walked him over. We, instead of listening to the song, he was asking me how connect. And I said, you should come, you know? You, know, you should come, here you and your wife. And his wife had just lost her dad and her mom within several months. And they're just like, you know, devastated. But I cheered him up and I said, you know what? I went to a funeral too. I went to a funeral, and this guy, luckily he was, he was a believer, but interesting enough, I used that as a platform. We're all looking at this guy's casket, and we're going, how do we walk away to the parking lot going, poor guy, you know, sorry for loss, but then continue. This is like the end of the line, basically. That's like where we're all going to end up, but we don't want to look at the casket. We don't want to look at death yet, because we're not done with life. So basically, I was telling him, you know, when we look at these tombstones out there, there's, you know, the beginning and the end. You know, it's the the born date and the date of death. But that, that dash in between is very, very crucial. It's like, what counts? You know, as we're all alive right here, what counts today is is life or death. And eternal death or, or eternal life. So when I was telling him that, he goes, you know, bro, uh, I want to tell you, do you know I'm not a believer? I go, yeah, kind of yeah I don't believe bro I'm sorry you know I I believe in being good to people I believe in you know loving your brother but man you know I just can't believe that you know I, I just can't believe there's a guy, a guy that created us I don't see him and I, and I told him it was so weird because I go bro you know if you can't see him if there's two or more in the room you could probably see him and like right now you know we say we can't see Christ but what Christ means is that he's in us we're looking at him. You know, we're looking at Christ through the eyes of us, believers. You know, Jesus Christ said he lives inside us. So when I told him that, he actually looked at me and said, You know, I want to know more about that because I went to the doctor today. And, you know, he's on pain and all that. He said, it doesn't look good about my health. And I just, I cried and I prayed on him. I said, you yeah, know, bro, do you want to pray? He just didn't know what to say, but... You know, you're looking at somebody, if you really believe in Christ, you're looking at a dead man. I just, I used to party with him, you know, all the time. And now I'm in a different light. And he didn't know what to say, so I prayed over him, I put my hand on top of him. And I said, you know, God, let him reveal yourself to, to John and just manifest yourself in his heart. Because again, it's about life or death, you know. And this is serious stuff, because a lot of times we go to church on Sunday we go throughout the week doing the stuff we know we shouldn't do but we know that if I make it on Sunday I can be forgiven again and then do the things I'm going to do again. But Christ is not like that. He sees our heart. He knows what we're going to do next week. So that's the thing today. Uh, I was really disturbed when I I, I see people that play around with churches and they they come and they I wouldn't say play but I guess become deceived with a lot of um, Wrong doctrine, and that's what's going on in the church today. I wouldn't even call it church. I actually had a—I a, don't know if it was a debate on our on our page. Uh, Andy Stanley, I'll say his name. Andy Stanley actually—he uh, had a, some kind of thing on his uh, book, or he was doing something at service, and he said that you know maybe it's time to unhitch the old the Old Testament because the Old Testament. Why he said that was, uh, he was saying a lot of people take it out of content, but not only that, my whole thing was, okay, if you're a leader, and this is good to start a topic because I'm going to play one video and then we could go on with this, because again, some people could say, hey, you know, you can't judge, but you know, at the same time, when you are leading, and you know, he, Andy Stanley runs the biggest church in America, there's like 30,000, I forgot how many, but when he's you know, willing to, to lead all these people and say things like that, we have to be accountable to call that out because there's going to be 30,000 people in hell. You know, there's 30,000 people that are following this man and saying to unhitch the Bible. And I, that's why I, I kind of put that in our, our little um, dialogue in one of our, our uh, uh, Facebook dialogues. And when I found out that there was some people that did say that, um, you know, he might be making a mistake or he said something like that. But at the same time, one mistake could cost a lot of lives. And I would literally be, I, I don't want to be the one to do that. And that's why, again, today, I, when I show, I think it's good that we, we all talk about it because maybe I could be corrected. But at the same time, we have to have discernment and we have to learn how to speak up and not be afraid. I was uh, looking at several times, and of course we use Jesus as, you know, well, Jesus could judge because he is God. And it's true, but you also have, um, you have John the Baptist, you know, he was calling those guys vipers, and he actually called out the King Herod, You remember he was saying like, hey, you're marrying, uh, you know, and he got in trouble for that, He, he killed him, and that was, he's human, he's not God, but at the same time, it kind of teaches us too that, you know, he's calling out a king, these are people that are leaders, and when we're leaders, we have to be very careful Again, of what we say, and that's what I'm saying today. I don't mind being accountable for whatever I say today. But today, I mean, I actually had that challenge at my church. I got kicked out of my church because I spoke up. And the whole thing it's it's not to be rebellious against uh, just trying to be this angry person that, you know, trying to straighten everybody the way they see the doctrine is. But what's in the Bible is in the Bible. And when you see that the Bible's together in one book, there's the Old Testament, New Testament, unhitching the Bible is... Just what the Bible says. You cannot take away or add to the Bible. So anyway. Uh, like I said again. It was it was this. Uh, the wording was uh, mega church. It wasn't even my. It was a topic I found online. It was a CBN. And it said uh, he's a heretic person. I just shared it. But a lot of people were like. Hey you know I read his books. I, I you know. Again. You know I don't want to judge anybody. But what I saw was. Heresy having. That church also, looking at the way the church is done, it's, it's really scary to see what's going on these days. I'm going to share